0: Welcome, welcome to The Big Ideas Show. Today I'm joined by Robert Richardson from The Grand and Folkestone Town Talk. Yep, thank you very much for inviting me. It's good to have you here uh, for our discussion on So Much To Do, So Little Time. We are very lucky, aren't we, in Folkestone, to have a plethora of things but we have busy, all oh, have busy schedules, so we, how do we fit them all in?
1: We do. We've got such a fantastic town in folks, and everyone's committed to driving it forward and putting so much on for the residents and visitors. But, you know, you're right, there's only so many hours in the day.
0: Exactly, and that is going to be our discussion coming up after these titles. You're listening to The Big Idea Show. Featured supporter. Bullfish Glass Services are bespoke high end glass manufacturers offering outstanding quality and service to help you bring your construction or interior design ideas to life. They share our vision and values of giving people the opportunity to learn, grow and discover their Eureka moment. So, welcome back and welcome to the hot seat, Robert.
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's certainly it's more intimidating than I thought, to be fair, actually. You've seen it from the other side. I've seen it from the other side, I've seen it from my laptop, and now I'm seeing it from this side. So. Now you're in the hot seat, yeah. aren't you? So bear so, with me.
0: Yeah, no, we're good, we're good. We'll have a chat, um, because we've had a bit of a pre-chat, haven't we? And yeah. got very passionate, and we were like, right, we just need to turn the camera on, get you turn on it, the screen. Get
1: it done. And...
0: Yeah, because we are very lucky, and you get to see um, so much of it, kind of both at the Grand and yeah. with folks in Town Talk so many events Folkestone's a real doing town isn't it it really People is get up and get on with things
1: it really is we have town talk and through that we get to see it on a week by week basis what's mm-hmm. going on in Folkestone yeah. and there's never nothing basically there's never a period where you're scrabbling around for content thinking yeah. what can I actually put in here today and if you look at the grand we've always got something going on every day of the week Mm. and you apply that over the whole of the district because the Grand Town Talk we're not the be-all and end-all but over the entirety of the district there's just so much going on in Folkestone Mm. there is no two days that are alike and there's so many passionate people behind every one of those projects just wanting to drive it forward and wanting people to come and see what this wonderful area is like and what we can actually do when we put our minds to it
0: Yeah, and we're going to be talking about though aren't we I guess there's a few challenges there Firstly, how do people find out about these events and there's a number of like and Town Talk's one of them Town Talk's one there's a number of groups aren't there Yep. that are doing bits um, a number of pages that are all trying to pull things together (coughs) in these events but ultimately we end up with lots of different pockets Exactly. and no one's able to get all of them and then the second challenge is that we're so busy there's so much we can't go to all of it and also as producers putting on these events it's the temptation is often to you're so focused on putting on your own one, you mm. don't often see see what else stuff. is going out
1: there. And I think you know, exactly. I'm more guilty than most about that.
0: Yeah, well, me too. You know, so busy producing yeah. stuff, you've got to kind of taking the bigger picture.
1: You get into a project and your head's down, you're blinkered because that's human nature. Mm. You want to deliver the best project possible, and when that's done, you've got in the back of your mind you've got the next one to deliver and the one mm. after that. So it's almost like a conveyor belt yeah. in a sense, and you're always very, very aware of what you're doing to the exclusion of everything else. Mm. And I know we've just had a fantastic bank holiday weekend in uh, Folkestone at the time that we're filming this, and there was a massive amount going on. And as we said um, when we were talking earlier, more happened this bank holiday weekend, I think, in not just the district but the county as a whole, mm-hmm. than happened last year. Yeah. And I know as late as Friday, I'm scrolling on various uh, social media sites, and I'm seeing things that I didn't know about. Because mm. you can't read every newspaper and look at every website, and you know there's not a push notification to your phone that says <laughs> such and such is happening here, or such and such is happening yeah. here. God,
0: they'd be going all the time, bing, 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 you bing, bing, You wouldn't stop, would it? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't um, actually get to do anything, because you'd, be you'd be constantly clearing your looking at your phone. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, with so much going on, you'll find something you want to do and then you'll find there was something better. Mm. Looking at the bank holiday weekend, there was something I really, really wanted to do, but I ended up doing something else because I didn't know about the thing I wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm not unique in that. And the district is massive Mm. at the end of the day. Just Folkestone with High, Romney Marsh, um, Dimchurch, Elan Valley and everywhere else. There's so much going on. And multiply Mm. that to the entirety of uh, Kent you just can't get around everything
0: yeah yeah definitely it's a big (coughs) challenge but also a big opportunity i don't want to say it in a negative way Mm. um so we're going to be exploring that we're going to be discussing see if we can kind of pull some ideas but first we're going to do some quick fire questions great okay we're going to learn a bit more about you first so here we go okay favorite color
1: favorite color uh depending on my mood it's either blue or like a dark red Basically, don't know
0: why. Two ends of the scale. Two ends of the scale, yeah. Okay. Right,
1: three core values. Three core values. Honesty. I know that's trite, but honesty. You'll find in life and in work, the more honest you are, the quicker you'll get to the point you want to be at, basically. There's no messing around, there's no ambiguity. Um, Core values, what else? Direction. At the end of the day, again, I I manage the brand, and it's big and without a clear direction Mm -hmm. for me, for my team then we're not going to get where we want to be. So yeah. it is so important to start with the direction. Yeah. Where do we want to go? We want to deliver this product in our ref- in our restaurant. So that's the end point. The mm. direction is how we get to it. Mm. it we've got this talk today. We've got, we know what we want to talk about, so the direction is there. So now we just need to do it. Yeah. So that is massively, massively important. Mm. And ultimately, approachability. Okay. You know, well, it's, nice. it's like yourself. Um, I've seen you on the on TEDx I've seen you on the Big Ideas show heard your radio show and it's only really we've actually physically known each other for what a month yeah you know corresponded online for a couple of years and we met face to face for you know a month ago mm. so it's really about approachability yeah. and being welcoming and actually making someone feel that you know you're a nice person to work with to do, mm. do, do business with and to maybe have an opportunity with yeah so nice. in a rambling sense I think that's uh, that would be my approachability core yeah
0: cool Okay, uh, favourite medium for self-expression or to share a message?
1: Definitely social media. Absolutely love social media because it is so direct. Yeah. You really do get your message out there. If we go back six or seven years when social media is is now was totally in its infancy, you'd be putting things out regularly in press content. Mm -hmm. So if I look at the press content for advertising at the ground when I joined, it was two-thirds of a full page of a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Now it's about an eighth of that. Because we're all over social media, we're all over multiple digital platforms, Mm. and you're getting the message out there directly. Quick and snappy. Quick and snappy. But you can track it. You Mm. have no idea how many people have looked at your newspaper ad, or have looked at your mail shot, or Mm. whatever else you put out there. You know instantly who's engaged with your social media content. So it's quick, it's snappy, it's direct, and you can tell who it's hitting good stuff
0: ok uh, favourite uh, creator producer artist whatever well,
1: I'm going to have to say my, uh, my chef's team because okay. I think I'll get in trouble if I don't nice. but some of the things they come up with it, it just blows you away Yeah. You know, they're responsible for the direction of food output at the hotel mm. and what they do is always very, very inspiring awesome. and to be fair to them we'll put a menu out and it will go through various permutations before you get there and like today they'll be trialing dishes they'll be cooking them and they'll be The presentation right before Mm -hmm. they start photographing them, and that's all before customer number one has had the dish. Yeah, and I have been known before quite badly to actually say to my head chef, Right, this new menu goes live in two hours, but actually, I want you to do this now. (laughs) And I've sprung a few surprises on him, and he's always met it, and his team have always backed him up with it. Yeah, and they've never produced anything less than 100%. They're genuinely inspiring, fantastic people.
0: Awesome, really nice. Okay, Uh, best way to get your message across
1: best Way you get it, just openly and honestly.
0: Yeah, nice. you
1: know, there's no point wrapping it up in a bow mm. you know, at the end of the day if you're going to make something rather convoluted and rather indirect then you're not going to get your message across it, it's almost like you give someone a present and the wrapping paper is too good to open you know, mm. you're only going to remember the wrapping paper like when we were talking earlier about what message to give in this today yeah and we went through what four or five versions before we hit on what we wanted mm. and what we wanted was a streamlined version of what we were saying before so yeah. just be clear and direct okay at the end of the day cool uh what would your message in a bottle be I'm really bored, so I'm putting a message in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. I've got a message. What do I write? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. Meta. Meta, <laughs> okay,
1: so yeah. I'm not, not sure of the situation where I'd need to do that, but yeah, yeah. I think I'd go for comedy. i will probably fail, but i definitely have a high aspiration for comedy. <laughs>
0: nice, okay. Uh, biggest challenge in self-expression or in generally making things happen?
1: <laughs> um, sometimes articulation. It's very hard sometimes to, whereas I say, get your point across, but if you don't quite know what you want your point to be, and I've definitely been guilty of that before. So, you know, we have a meeting in January, I was telling you before, where we look at Christmas, mm-hmm. and we look at the Christmas we've just had, yeah. and we look at the Christmas we're about to have, and forward is key, and we'll turn around and we'll say, this worked, this didn't work, and this is where we want to pitch it next year, mm-hmm. and so soon after Christmas it's really hard, but you, you're on a tight deadline, so inarticulatively quite like i'm speaking now actually inarticulatively you're trying to get a point across and you're somewhat ambiguous in what you're saying because you don't actually know yourself Mm. so it's really about deciding what you want and that could mean talking to 10 15 people and coming to that that decision together or just doing it by yourself yeah but it's actually knowing what you want before you direct it
0: yeah definitely okay cool uh and then how do you spark self-expression or making generally making things happen
1: Uh, Normally, again, it's a a group dynamic. Mm -hmm. There's no person in any business, in any industry, that knows everything. No one's a finished article, and no one can turn around and say, I know how to do this consistently forever in a day. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is I'll sit down with my management team, and my management team, there's about eight of us, and it's different backgrounds, different genders, different ages and actually a really good focus group mm. so we'll turn around and we'll say this is roughly what we want so let's flesh it out and yes, the dreaded whiteboard's going to come out or the flip chart's coming out mm-hmm. and you're all going to hate it but let's flesh that idea out yeah. let's decide what we want to do as a team mm-hmm. because there'll be things that have occurred to you that haven't occurred to me or haven't occurred to this person here Yeah. because we're all different we all want different things out of life mm-hmm. we've all got different life experiences and when you put that all in the pot what comes out is sometimes rather wonderful because yeah. you've covered so much more than if you've come in dictatorially and said right, well, that's what I'm doing crack on Yeah, and in yeah. fact don't you hate working for people like that
0: yeah because yeah, want, everyone wants to contribute I everyone believe. does yeah. in whatever it may be in our work we want to contribute and yep. feel like we've added
1: value and
0: sometimes we need to be given the space
1: for exactly. that, don't we? Um, and the minute so. you shoot someone down or don't give them the opportunity in work, in life, you know, mm. whatever, then I don't know. You're president in the United States. It's
0: mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, good stuff. That was our Great. good round of quick fire questions. We'll go back to our discussion now. But I think it's given us a good insight into like how you look at things, mm. um, which is really cool. Uh, so yeah, so much to do, so little time. Yes, and like I said, don't We're very lucky, aren't we? People just seem to get up and do things. Mm. Like, I think maybe it's the time, maybe it's the town. There's opportunities for people, and people mm. get involved. But again, we, you mentioned about um it can be very easy, can't it, to be right? Well, I'm putting on this event, so I'm going to be so focused on it, which is good because we yep. need to have, a, yep. like you said, clear direction to get things done. But sometimes we need to see the bigger picture and you mentioned kind of when we were chatting before this term of like joined up thinking Came up a lot. So I'm interested in kind of yeah this discussion of how we as members of Folkestone and how the people watching Can we can we start to be more joined up because there's a risk of saturation isn't there? Yes, so many great things going on and not enough people to attend them how can we join these things up and kind of go, right, Folkestone's progressed, but now it's going to start plattering. How can we go to the next level? Exactly.
1: I mean, the thing about Folkestone that strikes me, I've worked in a lot of places mm-hmm. all over the district, and every place has got its dominant voices mm-hmm. and its local characters. Um, and that's from you know, small villages up to huge towns and cities. Mm-hmm. And what Folkestone's got is a massive amount of passionate people mm-hmm. who've got a forum for their passion in the town, And the ability to phone up the people they need to and say, look, I've got this nucleus of an idea and I want to make it into something. Mm. You know, our car rally, which we put on every year, started um, in one way and ended another. It's grown every year Mm. because that nucleus of an idea has been allowed to breathe. And all these passionate people are putting on disparate events all around the district. Fantastic. You know, again, absolutely amazing events for an absolutely diverse range of people. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the bank holidays as an example, you're looking at what's going on and there's not one area, there's not one site, one directory that turns around and says, this is what's going on on this day, this is this day, this mm-hmm. is this day. There's not anything that's comprehensive. And as I said, using my own experience, there was something on the most recent bank holiday. I thought that'd be great to go to. After I met something else, because I know about it, mm. which one might argue is my failing not for researching it, but I think. But um, if you don't know
0: that it's on, if you don't
1: know it's on, how, don't know. how
0: much do we research? How much yeah. do we delve into those little things? As we want the information kind of available, don't we? even more now because social media, <laughs> quick, 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 consume, yeah. consume. You want it there in
1: your face. The thing, we're a fast-paced consumer culture globally. Mm. You know, of any age of any background we now want to digest our content immediately mm-hmm. and quickly yeah. Yeah. You, know, you find that um, certainly in my experience people don't want a long winded way of going uh, about mm. things they don't want 15 pages of this is what's going on they want Saturday the first of X month is this Sunday mm-hmm. is this Monday is this um, it is a quick fire culture now yeah. which is great you know, we get to the point a lot faster mm-hmm. so What we're really needing in, I think, in this area and in fairness across the county and wider Mm -hmm. is some way of getting the message out to people. This is everything that's available to you. Yeah. And as you say, there is going to be a saturation point because looking again at this bank holiday, which is a perfect example there was a lot more going on than there was the bank holiday before. Mm-hmm. And I fully expect that to grow. And it will come to the point that you can't fit everything in. Yeah. And there's so much wonderful stuff going on. You can't fit it in. Yeah. And I know for me, I was disappointed I couldn't do something because deep down, I'm just a petulant child by, um, by standard. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we all got there in yeah. this, haven't we? Yeah. And yeah, you'll get disappointed. I wanted to do this thing mm. I didn't know about. And you know, it's really, really annoying, basically. Mm. And that's no fault of anyone's you know there'll be a lot of people that don't know what we do at the grand Mm -hmm. not for any reason we've tried our best to put it out there and we've done what we think is the best we can do and of course there's room for improvement but there will be people that have never heard of us Mm. which is the same with people respectively that haven't heard of what you do yeah or any other business in folks so it really is about getting the bigger message out consistently to the biggest amount of people yeah i mean we look at town talk We've currently got 6,500 people on average per month, unique visitors to our website, that is, looking up for what we do. Mm. You know, and it's in growth recently, which is fantastic. But again, that's not an exhaustive guide of what's going on in the district. Yeah. That's just a snapshot. Much the same as if you visit social media sites for what I do or for what you do. It's a snapshot. Mm. And businesses, quite rightly, will promote other businesses, but they won't promote other businesses that directly compete with them. Yeah. So you, you've you got the big idea show. You wouldn't um, promote the big idea show for someone else mm. because that will take people away from you, mm. much like we will not promote a restaurant that's offering something the same day we're offering something. Yeah. Because, again, that's taking business away from you. Mm. So I think what there needs to be is some sort of, not middle of the road, but some sort of, way of getting a message out completely unbiasedly mm. and putting everything out there and again there's some magnificent methods of doing that but everything is a snapshot
0: yeah and also i guess by different mediums you're going to it's a temptation isn't it to go right we'll just do one massive facebook group where yeah. everything goes on there and everyone you know whoever set up is pushing to have everything on yeah. there but likewise someone else is doing it in another platform and you're going to have different people consuming it isn't it yeah are we, is it kind of a losing battle? And it's maybe just making <coughs> sure there are, we have enough
1: variety
0: yeah. of good pockets and kind of trying to include things rather than like a, you
1: know. It's interesting, you talk about oversaturation So you punch into Facebook Folkestone mm. or Twitter, you put in Folkestone, and a massive amount of things will come up. Mm. And again, very rarely so. But again, everyone, rightly or wrongly, is slightly biased towards what they're doing. Mm. So if you're someone that is running a site purely for live music, you're going to push live music. Yeah. But you're not going to push pre-recorded music or, I don't know, another site that is doing something similar. Mm. Uh, we've got a huge social media output at the Grand, Yeah. but we're not going to promote other hotels because we're promoting us. Mm. I don't expect other hotels to promote us either. Mm. So, you know, it, it, it's professional selflessness or professional selfishness even um, but I think that's quite healthy yeah. because again you're pushing your business forward you wouldn't mm. um, push a show like this that wasn't yours because mm. you want people to look at your show
0: mm. Yeah. Is there though I guess to, to, something that's doing really well um, that is kind of doing things a bit differently and maybe there's a model there for, uh, to, to take in more things bigger things you say about yep. local live music made me think of it like folks in Music Town Yes. And they've got quite a unique thing that it is for everyone. And and this is where there's that funny line of yes, you don't want to promote competition, but at the same time, if we welcome, if everyone's involved, then together we can all benefit. Exactly. Is there anything, and this is kind of maybe putting it out there to the people, that is there, or is it worth looking to be doing something similar to what folks in Music Town are doing? But in maybe in their own spheres, and it would be music or events or yeah, art. Again, if you're
1: looking for a night out and you want music, you'll Google music. Or mm. if you want dining, you'll Google dining yeah. and so on and so forth. So I think there's absolute mileage in that. And yeah. people that come in and take ownership of what they want to do, so again, music, dining, um, outdoor events, etc., yeah. who come in and say, right, this is what we're doing, that does give you a place to look at. Yeah. Now, town talk is almost self-loaded content, mm-hmm. so... A lot of the time, we'll go and we'll have a look at what's up there and we'll take that and we will promote it. Mm -hmm. And other times, people will send things to us and promote it. Mm -hmm. And it works well. But again, and you picked up on it earlier, you can't promote or know about what you don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really difficult. And you you can employ someone full-time to sit behind a computer and just look at what's going on Mm -hmm. or even walk around the town and look at posters in Windows and just make a comprehensive list. And a week later, it's all out of date so it's a constant evolving thing yeah and there is so much going on here and that is fabulous because it's such a reason for people to come and visit us and put money into the economy Mm -hmm. which obviously produces jobs Um, it brings you know it raises the profile of the area makes this a place that people do want to live and Mm. work in Um, but it is it's it's almost an evolving thing that no one uh, takes ownership over as in the global ownership that is
0: yeah and and it's a tricky one isn't it but should there be some overall only some but it's got to be it's that tricky thing of having some impartial ownership it's got to be impartial to see that join up because we've all naturally we're all blinkered we're all blinkered someone who can see it overarching and go oh you do know that you guys are doing the same thing exactly why didn't you join up and double the benefit exactly right so you're doing the same day
1: you want someone to come in totally impartially mm. and look at what everyone's doing and turn around and say, person A down by the harbour is doing this, person B up on the lees is doing this. Mm. Now, if we could slot something in the middle, you've got progression for people either way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone's benefited. Mm. And you, I think it's something that will happen. Um, and it's not something I think people might turn around and say, right, well, instantly that's the local authority's job. Well, mm. possibly you can make an argument for or against... But really, as business people, should we not look to do that? Mm. Now, Folkestone's fantastic in that there's so much goodwill here. You know, I've found out of everywhere else I've worked, there's so much goodwill for not just the people here, Definitely. but the businesses. And mm. I think we all feel it. And I've, had, I've been here a lot longer than I thought I was going to be here mm-hmm. because it is such a nice place to be. Yeah. And with that level of goodwill, which extends domestically uh, in, bus- in the business world and throughout the people you see here, there should be someone that turns around and says, look, we can do this. Mm. Or maybe a group of people that says, we can do this. Mm. But it is actually going to be a very, very big job yeah yeah it 's not going to be easy and it 's not going to be quick and as every week it 's going to be out of date, so it 's a full time thing yeah. but I think something that would be beneficial
0: yeah definitely and, and it 's also if if we 're saying there's there 's the end point which is oh yeah. these events going on are kind of collecting them, but <coughs> maybe it's uh if we 're looking just at there are we 're looking too late where mm. and because then oh god it 's going on this weekend and then it 's over it's, yeah versus is it maybe a role of looking slightly earlier mm and I'm kind of thinking on my feet here but having a platform or a space in which people who are putting on stuff going I'm thinking about doing this new event on this date. can as a collective, as a group can you advise me, is anyone else doing it? Yes. But it's whether people are comfortable because people don't like to share necessarily what they're doing for no. fear someone will steal it.
1: Steal it or compete with it.
0: Whereas what we're saying here is, well, if someone's doing something similar, you should know about each Mm. other because you can pull resources. We are
1: talking about Christmas Mm. and we launched our Christmas brochure about eight weeks ago. Mm. And the question is, when do you release it? Because Mm. we started taking bookings for Christmas in January and we've had inquiries ever since. Yeah. So at what point do you do it? Mm. And do you just release it and not wonder, worry about what your competitors are doing because they haven't released it? Mm. Or do you release it in the, you know, the start of summer in May when people are going to come and look at it and then they've comfortably got time to compete with you and undercut you and do this? So mm. it's a question. When mm. do you do these things? Yeah. And there's no right answer. Yeah. You, know, you can put a rationale to any argument... But actually, you, you can't travel into the future. You don't know what the um, reality is. You can base it on experience. Yeah. But when do you actually release Christmas? Or when do you tell people what your event is? Mm. And if you release Christmas in May, are people fed up about it by the time uh, Christmas comes and you've got no bookings anyway? So yeah. you just don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that coming together, isn't it? Mm. And, um, and for me, with that as an example kind of going right rather than maybe competing how can we all come together to get more businesses exactly to come out for their Christmas yeah. like dinner so there's more business for everyone so we don't really have to compete
1: I feel like but, we should be doing this in Santa hats because we've been yeah, two yeah, hours yeah, yeah. now all we talk about is Christmas yeah,
0: yeah yeah definitely oh god don't you can't say Christmas in like August what are we in we're filming this we'll in film August this but we're going to go again so. in September so uh, yeah. it'll be
1: still too early for a lot of people it's mental it's absolutely strange it's, it's, it's bizarre to work in the industry where you're talking about the next Christmas three days after the last one ended. Yeah. Basically. And I think I said earlier, a lady I used to work with sort of took me to task uh, a couple of weeks ago because I told him my Christmas meeting is September and she was holding hers for her hotel in uh, June. So yeah. It, it's, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe I'll have to put some um, Christmas music over it so that people can go, damn it, you're the first Christmas. Damn it, it's Christmas. Song. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, no, I don't like Christmas songs. So overplayed. they, That's they the are. Strictly yeah. December. That's the Street only time you're allowed yeah. to go. We we massively <coughs> digressed, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but I think that is we we can continue to talk about this for yes. very long. So I think we'll say um, we'll wrap it up there. Is there any? I guess my last kind of op- opportunity for you would be: what would you like to kind of put out or request to the people of folks that they can be doing now to kind of maybe have more joined up thinking, either as attendees, participants or for as producers of events, organisers. I mean it's just
1: tell us what you want basically. Yeah. We've got a huge facility at the ground, we've got a huge facility in Town Talk, mm. you know, six and a half thousand unique visitors is no small amount of people. What, what do you want your folks mm. to be? What events do you want? What events are you doing? What might we not know about? Yeah. And when we know that, let's look at how we can join that up. Yeah, just yeah, talking, just, right? Just talk, yeah. basically. And do what we, we've just rambled and digressed. And I've used the word magnificent, <laughs> which is a word I've never used in my life, incidentally. Um, but just talk. Yeah. And we'll come to a point where we've got an action and we can go from A to B to C. Because ultimately, we're better together than we are apart
0: that is a great place finish. Folks and it's better together. Better isn't? together in the pub. There we go. Catchphrase for today. Well, but thank you very much indeed. Um, if people want to know about kind of town talk, where can they find out information? Town talk
1: um, Folks and Town Centre Management has a Facebook page and a Twitter page. Just mm-hmm. google us as, uh, Folks and TCM and all the details for town talk are on there. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Cheers. <laughs> a big thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, comment and review. Featured supporter, Bullfish Glass Services are bespoke high-end glass manufacturers offering outstanding quality and service to help you bring your construction or interior design ideas to life. They share our vision and values of giving people the opportunity to learn, grow and discover their Eureka moment.